It's Victory Monday, but it's also Overreaction Monday. So my first overreaction that I want to dive into is Derek Carr versus Eric McCoy. Now, I think that it was a crazy instance that happened. I really don't know what to make of it. If you ask me, I think it's a really, really bad look. And I'm going to get into this overreaction and a whole lot more here in just a second. But I want to say thank you to Prize Picks for sponsoring today's video. If you use our code CLNS at prizepicks.com slash CLNS, you'll get a first deposit match up to $100. Now, in terms of some prize picks, I'm going with Monday Night Football doubleheader. So I'm rolling with Tua Tagovailoa more than 291 and a half uh, passing yards. Devon A-Chain, I just needed him to find the end zone once. And Tajay Spears, we got to show some love to the NOLA boy. I'm going more on his rushing yards. Life's too short to project the less. So if you want to get started and take advantage of a $100 deposit match, go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS. Use promo code CLNS. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. All that information in the comment section and description of this video. Now let's dive into Eric McCoy versus Derek, uh, Derek Carr. Excuse me. I just think this is a horrible look. I said that a second ago. In my personal belief, I, when I grew up playing football, I was a center. My little brother, he was a center. He's all, he's all state. And there is one common thing with any good center and any good quarterback. They're always on the same page. Those two players. The two people who touch the football every single play have to be on the same page. Now, Dennis Allen, Eric McCoy, and Derek Carr all spoke about the incident, so let's dive into what they had to say. Here's uh, what head coach Dennis Allen said. I think if you're ever in a highly competitive environment and things aren't going the way you want it to go, yeah, there's sometimes that you get frustrated. You lash out a bit. I'm glad that both of them had the balls to at least stand up and fight. You know what I mean? Hell. My wife and I argue, and it happens. So let's not make too much of it. And I'm going to be honest, I, I get what he's saying. I, I, like, that's fair. At friends fight. I'm sure you and your girlfriend have gotten into a fight. I'm sure you and your best friend have gotten into a fight. I'm sure you've gotten into it with your parents. Things happen. But this isn't the first instance of Derek Carr and a player on the field getting into it or on the sideline getting into it. And it's just frustrating, and it really upsets me. But I want to dive into Eric McCoy's words because I think that he adds some context here. I think it was just some frustration. He was getting tired of hit. I was tired of him getting hit. And it was just, I lost my cool. I did. And like I said, Derek Carr, I'm sorry. We're good. I love him. He loves me. And we're on the same page. Now, that is some good news that Derek Carr and Eric McCoy are on the same page, if you ask me. They need to be on the same page. Like I said, these two players have to to be in the same group. Like, they have to be moving as one solid unit. And that is a big reason why I think that Derek Carr hasn't been able to do so well this year. One, the offensive line has not done him any favors. Derek, Eric McCoy even said, we're tired of him getting hit. They got to execute. Derek Carr has to execute better. There's no one person who's at fault here. And now I want to dive into Eric, uh, Derek Carr's words. I keep getting their names confused. Derek Carr. Say their two names ten times and you'll get into the same habit. There is really nothing wrong. We had a moment. I've had some of those moments in my 10 years. A lot of times with a coach, with a teammate, with somebody. And I always learn that you always circle back. You make things right and you keep on going. But that kind of stuff happens all the time at practice. I'm not saying with me and him. I'm just saying with teammates. That stuff kind of happens. 
and you just make sure you're always, you always circle back and make it right. And we did just that. And so I love Eric. I love Eric to death, but I would be completely honest with you. There is no problem. So obviously this is a weird situation. It's an unfortunate thing that happened. I think it's a bad look. I think it's a little bit of a reflection of Dennis Allen and the weak coaching staff that they have. But I want to add a positive spin on things. We're not going to say who's going to win in a fight. We're not going to ask who you want to go into battle with you. But who would you rather go hit Mardi Gras with? Would you rather go out with Eric McCoy or would you rather go uh, party it up with Derek Carr? Let me know in the comments section by typing DC or EM. My next overreaction, guys, Jordan Howden, the Minnesota Golden Gopher, has been an absolute steal. He has been so good this year, and he's filled in very nicely for a, for a Marcus May, who right now is on injured reserve. So Jordan Howden, just go off, Rook. 2023 stats. He has 31 tackles, one sack, one forced fumble, four pass breakups, and a quarterback hit. That forced fumble came yesterday against Bryce Young, where he lodged the ball uh, or dislodged the ball out of Young's hands. Pete Werner came up with it. Everyone thought it was a pick at first, but it was ruled a forced fumble. I think he's been stellar in the PFF coverage grades and all that. Like, you're not going to sit here and say, oh my goodness, this guy is special. He is insane. He's incredible. But he's had a very, very limited um, run. He's only had a handful of snaps. Overall grade, 60.3. The run defense could be better. That pass rush grade, though, is stellar. He's a player who knows how to lay the wood giggity. He is absolutely a gamer. He is a tough football player. He hits real damn hard, and that's something I really, really like about him. And his best games came against New England, and he had an 86.8 overall grade. And then yesterday versus Carolina, where he put up a 70.2 overall grade. And guys, we have some more overreactions and more coverage that I want to get into. But yesterday, I want to just say thank you to everyone who helped me celebrate my birthday on our watch party. We got to have some drinks. We got to have some fun and make some memories. And I just want to say thank you. But all I want is 24,000 subscribers. So we got to get there before Friday, December 15th, which is my actual birthday. I'll be turning 25 years old. So let's get 24K for 25 years. All right. My next one, you guys are going to like this one. Jimmy Graham is him. I made a short yesterday. Official petition. This is my official motion, movement, whatever it is in economics and government. Whatever it is, this is my motion to change Jimmy's Graham to Hemi Graham. Four catches for 30 yards. Four catches, three of them are touchdowns. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thought that Jimmy Graham is a good football player? Who would have thought that he, was, he would do the good things in the red zone? The fact that he has not been utilized more, the fact that he's only had very, very limited touches. We saw him against Green Bay. We saw him yesterday. Like, there was like six, seven, eight weeks where just nothing. It was absolutely baffling to me. And what's crazy as well, this offense has been so underperforming that Jimmy Graham's three touchdowns is tied for second with Rashid Shaheed in receiving touchdowns. Only behind Alvin, uh, Chris Olave, who has, uh, who's first place, Alvin Kamara leads the team in touchdowns entirely outside of, obviously, Derek Carr's passing. But Jimmy Graham's been him. Hemi Graham has been an absolutely awesome football player, and it has been so fun to see him have a reunion with the Saints. I just wish that this coaching staff was a little bit more competent to utilize a player that's as special as number 80. So help me show some love to Hemi Graham by typing his jersey number down below.
All right. It's time for some, uh, some honesty hour here. I miss Will Lutz. I said it. I have been defending Blake Groupie all season long. I have been saying he was a good, he's a good kicker. He's this, he's that. Give him time. He's a rookie. I miss Lutz. I, I miss Big Nuts Lutz. The kicker comparison is just insane when you look at it. Blake Groupie to Will Lutz. The field goal percentage favors Lutz. Blake Groupie, after his miss yesterday, dropped down to 77.4, which is 30th in the league. That is horrible. But his extra points, 100%. I'm going to keep it real with you. If you're a kicker in the NFL, that number should always be 100%. Will Lutz has missed a few, but he ha those were early in the season when the Broncos were in a little bit of a lull. Now they're red hot. The long for uh, Blake Groupie is better than Will Lutz. Got to give him credit there. And then the points. Uh, Groupie has put up 99. Lutz has put up 101. And Blake Groupie has not been good in close chip shots. For field goals under 29 yards, 7 of 9, which is good for 77, 78-ish percent. The rest of the NFL at 98.8% has only missed two. And the two players who missed, Riley Patterson of the Detroit Lions and Joey Sly, are the only two other kickers of the Washington Commanders who have missed inside the 29-yard line. That's not good. Blake Groupie has to be better. I miss Will Lutz. My last overreaction, and I don't know how I feel about it, but based on how things went yesterday with the Cara or the uh, Falcons and Bucks game, the Bucks are on top of the division right now. The NFC playoff picture shakes out to have the Saints in the hunt with the Atlanta Falcons alongside the Rams and Seattle. However, Tampa Bay is going to the postseason if it ended today. Eagles dropped down to number five. So right now, because the Eagles lost to the Cowboys. The Cowboys are number one in the NFC East. The New Orleans Saints, or whoever wins the NFC South, is going to have to play that number five seed. It's likely going to shake out to be either Dallas or Philadelphia. Those are two teams that I do not want to play right now. And for the remaining schedule for New Orleans, you got to go and do something. You, you got to make something happen here. I swear to God, if Tommy DeVito makes you look like an absolutely incompetent football team, I may lose my mind. I'm, I may never recover from that. The Rams, they're playing really good football right now. Early in the season, I would have said that's an easy win. But they're playing pretty good football. The Bucks and the Falcons, obviously those are must-win games. You can't mess around. You can't goof around. you got to just handle your effing business and take care of the job. The playoff odds right now, as they stand, 29% to make the playoffs just in general. To host a wild card, you have a 23% chance. To get a wild card spot, you only have a 6% chance. And this is all coming from the New York Times playoff simulator. So basically what this means is you got to win as many games as you possibly can. But I went through it and I ran some sims and I'm just going to tell you this. Long story short, you have to at least win three out of the next four. That's the best way to, that's the best way to get the best odds. And you ha at least have to have one of those wins come against the Bucks or the Falcons. If you lose one of those, you still can have a shot to make the postseason, but it's pretty, pretty tough. If you get wins over New York, Los Angeles, and Tampa Bay, you have a 91% chance to make it. 14% chance to get the wild card, 77% chance to win the division and host that wild card game against the Eagles or the Cowboys, likely. If you only beat Tampa Bay and Atlanta, you have a 34% chance to make the postseason. You have less than a 1% chance to make the wild card, and you have a 34% chance to host that wild card game. So long story short, go win the damn football game.
Stop messing around and go win the damn game. But I want you guys to let me know, and I want you to be honest with me. I'm not asking, do you think? I'm not asking, do you, who, who's going to? I'm asking, do you want to make the playoffs? Do you want the Saints to be a postseason team this year? Give me a Y for yes or an N for no. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to give an N for no. I think it's going to be absolutely embarrassing. And quite frankly, if you make the postseason, that's reason enough to keep Dennis Allen and Pete Carmichael around for another year. And good God, I cannot do this song and dance for another season. But guys, if you want more coverage in between these videos, or if you just want to chop it up about the New Orleans Saints, I'm always tweeting about them over on X. Xing about them? Tweeting? I don't know. We're on, I'm over on X, for, uh, formerly known as Twitter. Just give me a follow. That link is in the comment section description. Y'all stay golden. We'll see you next time. Thank you.